0: Within the human burrow of vermilion, within the local denouement guildhouse, within Darwin Grimm's pack, a rustling noise breaks the midnight silence. Pouchet, the ebony kangaroo, emerges again as everyone slumbers. On the eve of their confrontation with the king, everyone needs as much rest as possible. The stakes are personal and professional, mortal and divine but Pouchet shows no signs of such concern. Inquisitively, he hops around Vale's old quarters, searching for something unknown. He picks up odds and ends within the room, but sets them all back before resorting to a search within his own pouch. He digs deep with both arms until even his own head is peeking inside. (laughs) He squirms and struggles as he pulls out two large, heavy objects that hit the floor with a thud. Everyone, roll Perception with this advantage to see if you awake. Let's start up
1: at the top. Veil. Vale. That's a three. Eolana, it's an eight.
0: Darvin.
2: This is the worst possible time for this, but I actually rolled two twenties.
1: <laughs>
0: no, you didn't. <laughs> I seriously rolled two twenties. <laughs> oh, <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> After all this that talk we had... Right? <laughs>
1: oh, I love it.
0: Darvin's sure hey. as hell getting up. Um, hey, uh, I'll send you guys a picture. <laughs> Darvin with his crit. Darvin's a light sleeper in an assassin house, apparently. Vale, on the other hand, is feeling very comfortable in their childhood home. Oh, and Arnis.
3: Oh, I mean, not that it matters now, but I got an 18. <laughs> <laughs> Right? Like, like. oh, I was really impressed with my 18, and now I'm not. At all. <laughs> no way.
0: Well, then. Valent must be finding some sort of extra comfort for sleeping in a guildhouse. It's such an extra layer of security and familiarity. They sleep right through that. Aranus, a thud on the floor, stares you. Yeah, I woke up in the middle of the night. A little groggy, whatever. I don't know what Arnas is like when he gets woken up before like a full night's sleep that's up to arness to decide darvin i don't know if it's because it's pouch it or if you're on edge or if you're just like the lightest sleeper in the world or you just have like monk senses tingling i don't know but you're up real fast you're up and aware ah oh, it was beautiful you'll love to see it right ooh oh my god It's like, are those black with like a gold sparkle? Yes. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's very nice. Very nice. Okay. Darvin and Aranus, you awake in time to see Pouchet lay a pair of arms on the ground. He tilts the stump of one up, pressing it to his torso, just below one arm, where it fuses in place. As he does the same with the other, blue light crackles along them, Illuminating the foreign script tattoos of akiri's arms he stretches and flexes the new arms joints and knuckles cracking how do the two of you
3: react uh we're all in one room right are we all in one room yes right like like okay. vale and the Olana are in the room with us they're just not awake
0: these are veil's quarters, so really up to them how this is laid out yeah.
1: we're we're all here okay
3: cool I like wake them up okay. Like, I start kind of, like, shaking. Go, uh, bad things are happening. <laughs>
2: yeah, I would definitely help with this. All right.
3: Well, if no
1: one else is going to say it, then is going to turn to Darvin and say, turn it off. It's <laughs> the one who has the ability to activate it and deactivate it.
0: Uh,
1: I guess that's true, that's, yeah.
0: That's true, that's true. And Darvin, do you want to go and uh, deactivate your ebony kangaroo?
2: Sure, I'm going to try that. Why
0: did that not occur to me before? (laughs) I don't know. What does it take to deactivate your canker? I have not looked at this card in a long time.
2: One moment to have it in my hand. Mm -hmm. It will revert back to a figurine if you use an action to speak the command word while touching it.
0: Ah, okay.
2: So that's it. I just have to lift it up speak the command word, which if I remember right is its name, Pouchet. Could very well be the case.
0: <laughs> because I was feeling pretty uncreative. Okay. Pouchet sees you approaching, turns to face you, does a couple little small hops, and brings his hands together. Brings the new hands together with a sharp clap right in front of you, and as you approach, just cocks ahead. You see the, the two different colored eyes staring up at you, and where are you touching pouchet?
2: Sort of like, oh man. I need a picture of a kangaroo somewhere where you would like affectionately pet an animal that you are familiar with, like the you know the top of the head or the neck or something.
0: Okay. Oh, there's there's a kangaroo for you. Um. Oh, it's so well, Yeah, yeah. You can exactly like that. Oh, you're gonna give
2: it a hug.
1: <laughs> exactly like that.
0: Oh, it's okay. it. Oh, well, the two kangaroo arms reach up and like hold on to your shoulders as you do so. Uh, Ikiri's arms do not. Creepy. But you're able to speak the command word, and sure enough, just as expected, shrinks down into its much smaller figurine form, which also bears the new set of arms in a tiny fashion.
1: Oh, wow. Dear.
0: The tattoos aren't glowing bright blue anymore. But they do have like a blue inlay.
1: Oh dear. Can we say it's now time to destroy this thing?
3: Yeah, I think it might be. I
1: mean, I don't think it's going to be as easy as step on it, but...
3: First thing to try?
1: Yeah.
0: Do you want to try to destroy it now, or is everybody going back to bed?
3: I think there's no time like the present.
0: Yep. Is there a discussion about this? Is anybody against destroying Pouchet? Yeah, I'm not so sure. It seems
2: like it might be an asset. It's really gaining kangaroo. its own
1: consciousness, and it's the consciousness of a Why are you not against destroying it? If it's so trapped
2: in a kangaroo, it might have some... So far, it's only helped us. It might have some limitations. I just think we should know more before we make any decisions. Besides, trying to destroy it could make things worse, right?
0: I don't know.
1: And with that, Yolanda says, well, Whatever. <laughs> and the whatever clearly has the inclined like I'm not going to be hanging out with you for much longer so it's your problem <laughs> layer to it <laughs> mm. and here Vail I thought Iolana was making over. friends no go ahead. <laughs> I was gonna say,
0: all, all I said was and here I thought Iolana was making friends
1: they <laughs> mm. gives Darwin a look like you really just are never willing to take action are you and then rolls over and goes to bed <laughs> leaving Arniss and Darvin to their machinations.
3: <laughs> Decide if Arniss is going to stay in the room with Pouchet or wants to now sleep in the hallway. <laughs> 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 like, if that thing is going to be in here, like, creepily putting itself back together as a Kiri, I'm not sure I want to be in here. <laughs> um, hmm, I think I saw a couch in the lobby. <laughs> I'm gonna go sleep there Is that, is that not smart?
1: It's not a good idea, I wouldn't do that
3: You wouldn't do that? Oh no You've got permission safer, to be here I feel safer out there with a bunch of assassins Than I do in here with little kangaroo Ikiri.
1: Oh, I agree with you
3: But I, Then why wouldn't you, I'm confused You're not awake to tell me what to do So you don't get to tell me what to do I'm going to sleep I'm on, that, on that couch That we saw earlier <clears throat>
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It is not meant for sleeping. Artist may wake with a crick in his neck or something. I mean, you don't have Whatever. to worry about it, but, you know, it's sleeping on a couch. We've all slept on a couch before. Sometimes it's comfortable. Sometimes it's not.
3: Although, mm-hmm. You get used Dar- to
0: it. Darvin, I am very curious as to... I mean, I understand the motivations so far. Pouch it, been nothing but helpful. Hasn't done anything really against you all. I'm curious if there's anything... If there's any sort of, like... Uh, does Darwin want to dive deeper into that?
2: Oh, yeah. Or is curious. Darwin going to
0: just let this be? Because you're awake now. You could stay up. I... Pouchet doesn't talk, if I recall correctly. He oh. does not. So communication may be difficult. I'd certainly open up that possibility if you wanted to bring Pouchet back out. Or if uh, if there's anything else that you wanted to do. No, I'd be interested
2: in looking into Pouchet further.
0: Okay. How do you want to do that?
2: Well, I guess I would start by real basic, just examining him again. I guess I'll reread the description here.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, I definitely do need to. I mean, that's definitely changed since then. Has it? Oh, right, right. Uh, yeah, the, the right, different colored eye. And the eye, and now and the,
2: arms. Now the new arms. Got gotcha. you. So, Sans, that. And that's, this is the figurine version, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, the figurine.
2: So, tiny kangaroo carved from single piece of ebony, glistening gems for eyes, smooth and cool to the touch. That's pretty much. It. Mm-hmm. So, I guess I'm going to kind of turn him over in my hands and examine, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. The arm, the new arms, Ikiri's arms, are certainly much bigger in scale compared to the rest of the uh, kangaroo's body. Because even when he's summoned... Pouchet is still just a small beast, whereas Akiri was quite a large man. So from where they're at on his side, the hands could easily reach down to the ground. Like, damn. He could probably hold himself up by the hands and keep both of the kangaroo legs off the ground. So kind of like that scale.
2: Impressive.
0: The tattoos are etched in blue, uh, again, in a language that you haven't seen and wouldn't know. It would certainly have to take, like, research or some sort of magic to interpret them. But besides the new arms and the blue eye, Pouchet looks very much the same. It's still cool to the touch. That's not changing. Although I am very tempted to give him another attack. Now he's got (laughs) extra limbs. Right. Uh, In case you ever bring him out during combat again. I don't think I'll ever
2: be allowed to. I
0: don't know. Is your your kangaroo? maybe. Maybe. Yeah, without summoning Pouchet again. The only differences you can really note are the physical ones. Unless you've got some sort of magical ways of inspecting him. I'm in the room with Vale, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Vale and of are in there. They went yeah. back to sleep.
2: Okay, crap. They
0: didn't wake up the first time. They won't wake up this time. Oh, just by summoning him? Yeah. Yeah, the, the, act, the summoning act is not necessarily loud. It's really just the pulling out heavy objects from the pouch. Got you, which I don't need him to
2: do.
3: Right, right. You're assuming that he's not going to just do it on his own.
2: <laughs> well, if he does, I'll just say he did it on its own. Mm-hmm. See, and you could, always, this. you could always unsummon him, too. That's right. Pouchet has yet
0: to be hostile.
2: He has never been hostile. This is true. He's only ever done good things.
0: All right, then. Where are you doing this in the room? Just like on the bed? On the floor?
2: Yeah, I I guess on the bed. I'm sort of trying to be... As discreet as
0: possible, but probably on the bed. Okay. In which case, you summon forth Pouchet again. And there's the <laughs> kangaroo, now with an extra set of arms, standing up on the bed, looking around inquisitively. Obviously, like, looking for bodies to loot from, or, according to his new inclination, baubles to find and keep, or to disperse to you and your friends. <laughs> right. Now that Pouchet is out, what do you want to do?
2: I don't know. I mean, you're right. I can't talk kangaroo. You can talk. Well, that's true. Is there some form of communication that you would like to try? I mean, I guess just his name, Pouchet, see if he responds. But I mean, like, that doesn't tell him anything, because in the past, that wouldn't be
0: that different, right? Yeah. You were able to give him, like, basic commands before. Like, hey, go over there. Fight that guy. Go rob from that guy. Yeah. But yes, Pouchet will certainly respond to his own name. I mean, I guess I could give it a test, like,
2: okay, go pick something up, you know, like I could throw my pillow on the floor, so like, hey, can you go, pillow?
0: Absolutely. Pouchet hops down off the bed, little boom-boom-boom-boom-boom, goes over to the pillow, grabs it with the kangaroo arms and stares at you, and then just puts it in the pouch. Asshole. <laughs> <That's all.
2: laughs> I can tell him to take it out. Hey, Pouchet, can I have
0: my pillow? Pouchet reaches back in and like pulls out the pillow and sits it right back down where you left it. Like Gives it a little pat.
3: Oh, that's so cute.
2: Pouchet, uh. can you bring me my pillow? Yes. Hops over with it in hand. Good king. Aww. Um. Pouchet, speak. Speak? I'm just yelling <laughs> dog commands because I don't know what else to do. Oh. See if I can get him
0: to bark. <sighs> oh. All right. So you tell Pouchet to speak, and Pouchet hasn't been told to speak before. Um, Darvin. Darvin, Darvin, Darvin. I'm going to roll a die here. I'm going to roll a d20. Do you want high or low? High. That is a 12. Pouchet opens his mouth in an attempt to speak. And at first is just mouthing what would be kangaroo speech kangaroo sounds but nothing's coming out and then you just hear the very faintest of coughs what
3: I'm so glad I'm not in there right now
2: <laughs> holy crap
3: dude smash it with a hammer smash it with a hammer <laughs> Smash it with a hammer.
2: (laughs) No
0: smashing.
3: (gasps) Are you kidding me? It said your fucking name, bro.
0: You guys have been traveling around for a long time. Surely he's heard Darvin's name before.
2: (laughs) You've said my name. I don't smash you with hammers. And don't tell me that you're not also possessed with a god because...
1: (laughs) god and god are two different things. Well... (laughs)
0: What do you want to do, Darwin? I'm going to say
2: Pouch it. Hi. I guess. Ah. Hi. Okay, I'm going to say Pouch it.
0: Who are you? Hmm. God, that's a tough question. Hmm. Trying to decide how Pouchett would respond at this point. Because, you know, two weeks ago, that'd been a much easier answer. He says,
1: um, um, "I'm, I'm, I'm, I'm me, <laughs> me,
0: <laughs> me." Helpful.
3: I don't like that answer.
0: <laughs> I, I, I can't. Don't. No. Confused. Aw. Well, not for- Anything else, Nate? Uh,
2: bad for him. I want to say something reassuring, but I also don't want to like say something reassuring if then we're gonna smash him because that's even worse. So I think I'm just gonna say we'll talk soon, <laughs> and then
0: I'll command him away. Okay. He shrinks back down into his figurine form. What's next for Darwin? Is it back to sleep or? Trying to
2: sleep, but after that...
0: You can sleep if you want to. You'll still get your full rest and everything. Um, nice. But if you want to be like, I don't know, bags under your eyes in the morning, or just distracted, that it's all up to you. However bags you want to characterize that five. But okay. Darvin goes back to sleep. Pouchett revealing himself to be a little bit more self-aware and capable than he may have been before all right let's get to the morning then arnis since you're sleeping out on a couch in the lobby i think it's an assassin that's gonna wake you somewhat on purpose somewhat just like a i mean it's on purpose but it's not necessarily friendly this is a sitting room it's not meant to be a nap room so there's like a couple of assassins walking through and they'll just let their bag kind of hit you on the head wake you up (laughs) A very passive-aggressive move, but they're not going to stop. There's just like a light chuckle between the pair, and they continue on down the
3: hall. So I wake up and go, ow, like louder than I would if I remembered where I was. Mm-hmm. And then I and then I catch myself, and I'm like, <laughs> oh. And I kind of collect all my things and go back to the room. Mm-hmm.
0: Darvin, Ilana, and Vale, you wake up without any such smacks in the head. It's just morning for you nice
1: that's good okay
0: do we want to talk about what happened last night or are we interested in this intel about the palace
1: intel Uh, please
0: yep okay in which case after everybody's awake has had time to like drink some water maybe have a quick bite out of your packs or something there's going to be a loud banging at the door not like an emergency but just someone who is knocking louder than they need to bang 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 i'm already up I know you're already up. (laughs) They're just getting your attention. It's not a wake up call. (laughs) And through the door, you can hear Morello's voice.
1: The old lady wants to see you. And with that, Vaila and Yolanda are up and ready to go at the door.
3: (laughs) Oh, I like because I kind of just got back into the room. I'm the first one to the door, and like I open it and I just go, "Kid, you got to learn some tact."
0: He's already walking down the hall. He didn't stick around for an answer.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> I just.
3: Oh, no. I will shout it down the hall to him. I don't give a shit. <laughs>
1: like... The irony of someone shouting, you've got to learn some tact down a hallway early in the morning <gasps> is not lost on me. Mm-hmm. Dude.
0: He just turns back and like sticks his tongue out. like Muh. Keeps going.
1: If he was about two years older, he'd flipped you off.
3: I really want to smack that kid. But I might need his help later, so I'm not going to do it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I
0: don't know whether to smack him or to hire him. Right?
3: <laughs> this is my problem.
0: Okay. Who's all going to see Hidalgo?
3: Um, I want to, considering Marty up, but I'm not going to go do that. Okay. I know where I'm at.
0: All
2: right. Yolanda and Vale are going. Darvin? Hang him back for this one.
0: Okay. Are you and Arnis up to anything in particular while Vale and Iolana go discuss things with the guildmaster?
3: I'm probably asking him what he's going to do about that creepy four-armed kangaroo. (laughs) But that's about it. (laughs)
2: So then I guess we're discussing that lightly.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Until one day I go, Vale. you got to steal that thing.
0: (laughs) Vale's not a thief. Vale's an assassin. I mean, Vale can Mm. steal. anyone can
3: pick a pocket (laughs) bale's got some sweet sweet stealth (laughs) so
1: darn good sleight of hand
3: although to be fair my stealth is pretty good now too i just upped it i just upped it hey if you guys want to
0: steal from a party member (laughs) that's on you
3: i i didn't say i was gonna do it i said i'm considering it (laughs) I mean, the seal's broken at this point. I've already hired an assassin, so like, let's just go. Let's go for it. So now you're just going to become. <laughs> Might now.
0: Won't somebody think of the innocent kangaroo?
3: <laughs> um, that shit is Akiri, so no. <laughs> just as
1: his arms? Yeah, no.
3: But that's that ain't it. That ain't it though. <laughs> okay. It just, it just has his arms. Okay. <laughs>
0: hmm mm-hmm, hmm mm-hmm. And who knows what else inside that pouch. <laughs> okay. We can come back to Aranis and Darwin after we do Veil vale and Iolana in case there's any specific conversation you want to have about the pouchet. But first, let's go get some sweet, sweet assassin intel. So, Veil vale and Iolana, you enter into Hidalgo's office. She looks like she's been awake for at least an hour or two. She's drinking some tea in the morning just to keep her focused. Keep her mind clear. Well, good morning. I trust you found your old quarters comfortable.
1: Uh, Yes, we appreciated the the safety.
0: Mm -hmm. It's always nice to welcome an old member back. Although, depending on what happens with this information here, we'll see if that happens again another day. Before I tell you any of this, I need to reiterate our standing contract with the king and the royal family. That being said, intel is intel. It can't directly harm anyone. So, (sighs) due to the limited amount of time we've had, this only goes so far. But you asked, you had two main points of inquiry. First, it's the fastest way into the palace. Now, assuming you don't have an invitation, there are a few options. Some. A little bit more risky than others. Because of King Aldabas' upcoming announcement today, there are many visiting dignitaries in the city, both from here and abroad. From Sarakar and abroad. Those parties would of course be allowed in without an invitation. Somewhat of an open offer at the moment, so the king can show off whatever he's about to do. The second, certainly more dangerous, but... Definitely faster if you get arrested for, especially, (laughs) if you were to get arrested, especially for a political crime. Again, with the upcoming announcement, the king is not really taking too many chances. There are cells, of course, within the palace. And if you were to be apprehended, one would assume you would be taken there. Especially, as it turns out, someone like Iolana here. These are just... Rumors, of course. We don't have any hard evidence, but there has been an increase in arrests and detainments lately, especially of those with an elemental background. Beyond that, unless you've got some sort of magic or other spectacular means, I don't know how much I could offer you. The walls are incredibly tall. That's not new information. The walls around the castle are about 50 feet tall. There are gates across from every burrow entrance. At the moment, only the elven gates are open, but they are all either guarded or patrolled. And short of dropping in from the sky, there's probably not a more direct route than, than the two already mentioned. Although I suppose if you had some way of manipulating one of the ocean branches, if you could get one of those over the wall, that would be a direct route. There are some certainly nearby, but none that directly go over the palace. Before Hidalgo goes on to the second line of inquiry, is there anything that you want to talk about there as far as ways in go or any of that information she just dropped?
1: So I just want to confirm you said that currently the only gates open into ca- Castle or well, the royal house, the palace, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Currently we'll the only the gates open to the palace are from the elven borough, but there are other gates into the palace from other boroughs?
0: Okay. This is probably just a misconception since we're not all looking at a map. So, the palace sits in the center of the city, and it is surrounded by a circular wall about 50 feet high. And then that space directly around those walls, that's the Grand Passage. It's also about 50 feet wide, and it completely encircles those walls. It's like a second barrier. So, across from the entrances into each of the 36 different boroughs that spoke out from the center of the city, there are entrances into those boroughs themselves, but then directly opposite of that along the wall that enters into the palace, there are gates that can be opened to allow entry like directly from one of those boroughs into the palace grounds. You still have to go through the Grand Passage. So it's like, you know, imagine you're in a mall and you're in a store on one side, and the store on the other side of the walkway is also open, you still have to walk across the hall.
1: Got it. Okay.
0: So it's not like a direct access tunnel type thing. It's just That's just kind of how they refer to things like, oh, the Elven Borough entrance to the palace is open today.
1: Got it. Okay.
0: Just means the one nearest to that borough. But yes, there are 36 gates in entrances. Don't think of them as like standard wooden gates, but there are 36 entrances in. But right now, only the Elven one is open. Whether that's just out of you know, elven pride or some other reason, who's to say? Um, Is there anything else?
1: Nope.
0: Okay. As far as your second line of questioning, where's this flute? Well, we don't have a whole lot of information on musical instruments. While the king has certainly been known to entertain, or while the king has certainly been known to have bards entertain him from time to time, and it is more than likely that the palace has a collection of musical instruments, where one particular flute is, we can't be 100% certain. But if it, is, if it is, as you said, being used to bind Huracan, well, what we can say, with a fair amount of certainty, he's either keeping it on himself directly, not let it out of sight. Um, we obviously don't have an inventory of the king's pockets. That's a little bit beyond our abilities. It could be secured in his room. But if it's not in either of those two places, it would definitely be in definite. We could definitely imagine it being in his private vault. Aside from the treasuries and the displays and the treasures of the kingdom and the palace and the royal family, there is a private vault within the palace. From what we know, again, haven't been in there ourselves, is more of a collection of personal items, things that hold significant value to the king and to the royal family on a non-monetary basis. While we may have some contacts within the palace, we don't have any that close to the king himself. We know that that particular flute has not been seen by anybody who's willing to talk.
1: Where is the vault located? We are told the
0: vault is underground somewhere, heavily secured.
1: Does the guild know of any underground access to the capital or is it all through the obvious earth to the palace
0: if there are such passages or tunnels we do not know of them
1: i think that's all i've got okay last thing Vale will say is that they may be in need of some gear before setting off and would ask if the quartermaster was in
0: is this gear to assault the king
1: this is gear for my own personal use.
0: <laughs> hmm. Is that a lie, veil?
1: No. I mean, it's my personal mission to kill the king. I'm just <laughs> splitting hairs. <clears throat> okay.
0: Roll deception,
1: veil. Thank you, Scott.
0: There was going to be a roll. I just wanted to know if this was, like, legitimately not for this mission. It's like, oh, I need some food and water. Or, like, hey, I need a stabby thing.
1: It's a 25.
0: Hmm. Hidalgo rolled quite well, but not 25 well. She looks at you very unsure, like how sincere this could be. Like, we're all assassins here. We all know that a lot of things can kill a lot of different ways. But if you say it's for personal use and it is not to attack the king, then yes, yes, of course. If you need some supplies for a mission that is not in violation of our contracts, by all means.
1: All right. Then I think at this point uh, our time here is done. We should be leaving sometime in the next few hours.
0: Okay. If you're successful in a mission that I clearly do not know about, she says, like, obviously with the wink, mm-hmm. um, you can expect somebody to contact you. Please wait for that before you return here. Ah, okay. Uh, She does not want you bringing any kind of residual heat to the guild. Uh, Even if you're successful, there are still eyes.
1: Yeah, I will say most likely, if we're successful, we'll be leaving the city quite quickly.
0: Okay. Hidalgo will let you leave.
1: Cool. With this, we're going to take this information back to the group. And relay it to the group. Mm-hmm. And ask what the group thinks. All right.
0: Darvin, Arnis, do we have any opinions? Any leanings?
3: Well, I mean, not really is the short answer. But I guess I guess, the actual question is, like, wh- how do we plan on getting in there? Because, I mean, you could go the, like, sneaky route or try to break in or, like, try to just, like, go in the open gate and do whatever. or you could you could go the obvious and like ridiculous route which you know is kind of what rns does and just like have rns be like yo what's up (laughs) yeah i'm thinking a hybrid of those ideas and get taken inside (laughs)
1: like the idea of us um because like we remember that like The odds of Iolana not being able to do something are very slim because she doesn't need weapons. She doesn't need a casting focus. Like, Iolana as a prisoner is pretty much, unless they're specifically building a cell for a psionic, not too much of a worry of not being able to complete things. Now, now that I've said that out loud, Scott's got a special cell designed for Iolana. Um, But... Yup.
0: (laughs) uh, (laughs) Oh, you can't see it now. I've just got like my, my hands up. My uh, yeah. My I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not.
3: Don't let what you think
0: that I might have prepared. No, yeah, no, no. That I know, big
3: I know. overdramatic scott yeah. shrug.
1: Mm-hmm. So what I'm thinking is we attempt the like social entrance of like one of us plays the role of the dignitary. We try to get in through that route, but then when we're arrested, we just break out. And there's, like, several things we could do, right? Like, Yolanda can use your abilities. We could try and hide a lockpick on Vale, right? There's lots of things we could do to prepare for that breakout.
3: I mean, I don't... The idea of me coming in with a party pretending to be a dignitary is not terrible. But from where? Like, I have to know about the place that I'm pretending to be from. And also, you have to assume that, like... The king is gonna know that I'm not from there, right? Because isn't it just his relatives everywhere? Unless it's like no, no, some um, weird, far flung continent.
0: No, off continent.
3: Right. The king's that's family
0: is not in charge.
3: Yeah, that's if that's of what i saying. If you were to say you were a
0: dignitary from Sarakar, he would probably already know them. But if you wanted to say you were from off-continent, right. that'd be harder to disprove.
3: <gasps> oh my god we really need to get in touch with Mavic because I really mm-hmm. want to say that I'm a representative of the Isle of Indulgence. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you just, go. Just
0: the glamour. Why don't you?
3: <laughs> nah, bro.
2: <laughs> I vote for that plan. That's what we should say.
3: Oh, I crack me up.
1: No, but we could definitely, we could do this. I was looking, looking at, uh, can't can't quite hear you there. Sounds like you're in a book. I was looking at Galvani's intel. Uh huh. And we could use it to see if it has intelligence enough to to allow us to develop an identity.
0: Um, Let's see. Galvani's Intel has three uses. You can expend a use and roll any int-based skill to reveal information on a related topic, such as arcana, history, investigation, nature, or religion. Rolling investigation can yield results on any of the topics or give information on any topic not directly related to one of those skills. On a 12 or less, the information is undecipherable. You only get one or two keywords. On a 13 to 19, the information is interesting, if not directly useful. On a 20 or greater, the information is useful and reliable. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you wanted to see if there's information in that intel about, say, a particular dignitary from a particular region,
1: it's not terrible. I could definitely
0: see that being in there.
3: Yeah.
1: You want to try it and see what happens?
3: Uh, Sure, but I'm not the person you want rolling investigation. You want to roll it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's <laughs> the Olana.
0: I mean, <laughs> do you want this to be investigation? I mean, this could easily be a history check.
3: That's the same. It could be investigation.
0: I don't know what your bonuses are. Uh, Say any int-based skill would work here.
3: That's all, (laughs) Ioana.
1: Actually, our best option, looking at my stats, would be to have Vale roll the investigation check. Really? (laughs) Especially because I have training in it. So if I roll under a ten, I still get a ten.
0: Wait, you have Uh... expertise in investigation
1: too? Uh, yeah. As a as a rogue, I have lots of them. How many? Uh one,
3: two, three, four, five, six, seven. God, damn. God damn what? <laughs> uh. I, have, I have expertise in nine things at this point. I'm not even that high level. Bored.
0: I don't mean okay. training. I mean expertise where oh, anything oh, under oh, oh, a ten oh, I, counts as a ten. I,
3: no, isn't it just you? No. It's no, just that's, proficiency. It's just proficiency. It's just proficiency. It's not expertise. Like you don't have to have double your proficiency yeah. bonus or, in order
0: to but uh, what is that reliable talent?
3: Yeah, 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 So you but just I have do to have, have
1: the expertise in investigation. Like, sorry, expertise doubles
0: your proficiency bonus. Reliable exactly. talent mm-hmm. is at minimum a 10. Sorry. Right. Terms. They mean things. We need to be specific.
1: Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Sorry. The best bet. Uh,
0: okay. So, Vale wants to go through this intel and look for information regarding a dignitary. It's up to you if you, uh, if you want this person to be from the Isle of Indulgence, if you want to research for some other location, that's fine too. There are okay. people from all over the place who come to this Island of Indulgence. And Galvani slash Mavic definitely would have had information on lots of uh, rich and powerful people who come there. That is good blackmail stuff.
1: Yeah. Um, so I just roll the 19 plus Total? my 11 makes it a 30. Oh, okay.
0: Well then you're in the Dang. 20 or greater.
1: <laughs> what? No.
0: So, there's not a there's not a thing here for 25 or greater.
1: Let's see. Mm, so I think I think it's it's clearly like I find a dossier. Like mm-hmm. Mavic was doing his he was doing his research. He's worked with a lot of different and connected with a lot of different things at this point I'm trying to remember what all of them were.
3: He yeah. has his hands in so very many pies. I know, I know. I
0: could definitely see this being a like a dossier type thing, a breakdown or a rundown of a particular dignitary. What's their name? Where are they from? What is their position there? How old are they? This information regarding this dignitary. This is pretty much you tell me. This could be a group thing. This doesn't have to be just Vale being like, oh, this person is, you know, eight feet tall and has lightning hair. That might be difficult to make useful, but it would be useful and reliable. Um, it says here in Galvani's notes, this person looks exactly like Aranus Gray. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> I think um, it's definitely, it's notes on, uh, let's see, it's notes on a human, uh, human rival. So like someone who on the like, on the flip side is trying to get into smuggling also but wants to be in the glamour so they've got like their own secret thing that they're running to they run they run a rival casino somewhere in a major city on Sarakar but that's not oh you know what no they run a major casino in the city we just left what was the name of that city
0: wait in Caravel
1: yeah how is this person a dignitary? Well, I mean, you say like everybody's coming, right? So they've got, yeah. they've kind of earned themselves the, di- the dignitary position, right? Like they're trying to build themselves up to the level of like an Akiri or a, or a Mavic, right? So they've been throwing so, a lot of money around.
0: So this is less a visiting ambassador and more a visiting businessman.
1: Yeah. With like, lots of affluence, like money like, to throw oh, around.
0: Uh, Elon Musk just showed up and he wants to have a meeting mm-hmm. with the mayor. Obviously, and the mayor's going to be like, sure.
1: Sure. Let's meet with Elon. Yeah, exactly. Okay.
0: All right. So we have someone who runs a casino in Caravelle. Gambling was definitely present in that city. So I see no problem with that. What's this person's name?
1: Oh, I'm looking for names.
0: What's this person's name? Question for the group. What's the name of this casino and what type of gambling goes on there?
3: Mm-hmm. I have no good ideas. My first instinct was to call it the Golden Pony.
1: I think it's a sports book. It handles like all of the major betting for the arena. Nice. Is it off track?
0: I mean, if it's just if it's just a sports book, it's not
1: entirely a casino. I'm well, fine like- with that. That's it's that's like it's um it's it's like what it's known for right? It handles all the mm-hmm. other things a casino would do but if you're planning on betting and not being at the arena you go there because they've got some sort of like magical feed or something that lets you experience the, it
0: the fanciest OTB in town.
1: Yes.
3: <laughs> o- OTB?
0: Off off-track betting.
3: Yeah. Oh, thank you. You, you can see my experience with gambling. It's about how well Arnus is going to do at this. Oh, too. I only
0: know that through. going to be um, amazing. <laughs> through media touchstones, I've never seen one in person. But whenever you see like cop shows in New York, there's an OTB. You know, there's there's like Frankie Figs who's going to break your thumbs or something if you don't pay. I don't know.
3: Wow, Frankie Figs. What? Is he a fan of the Newtons? You <laughs> <laughs> like him? Is it the only thing he eats? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: Okay. So, we've got this casino slash stained pit gambling house in Caravel. What is its name? There's the golden pony that's been uh, said. I don't, I but don't
3: if like other people that. have other ideas? Like so, somebody come up with an idea because it's it it was pretty, just the first uh, thing that came up that came to my head.
2: But now it's stuck in my head.
1: <laughs> mm. I like the idea of something, like, innocuous, but, like, very... Associated with betting, something like beginner's luck or something like that would draw in people that don't normally bet. But then the once you're in, they're gonna get all your. Luck. <laughs> mm,
3: that's not a bad idea either. Beginner's luck is pretty good.
1: Yeah, that mm-hmm. is pretty good.
0: It, it uh, it gives a nice false mm. face of like um, small-scale hometown betting. Mm-hmm. But really, mm-hmm. it's just this massive, massive machine. Yeah. Just meant to eat your money.
3: Mm-hmm. No. Okay.
0: Beginner's luck in Caravel. Offsite stained court. Betting and casino. Run by what's their name?
1: Uh I'm liking the first name is Kenneth. I need a last name. Because I want it to be very human sounding. Kenneth? Yes.
0: That's pretty human sounding. Kenneth. I certainly can only imagine humans being called Kenneth. Kenneth. At least in traditional spelling. You throw some apostrophes in there and oh man.
2: <laughs> can you imagine like an orc though or a half orc named Kenneth? Perhaps.
3: Okay. but have I have nice to be spectacles. Like okay. I want it to be round, something where thin-roomed. like the name is innocuous, but then it shortens to something that sounds like he's going to break your leg. Like so, his his name is
0: goes into Kenny real easily. Well, that's what
3: I'm saying. So it's like Kenneth something, but then both names shorten into like into like Kenny fucks you up. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 that's not. (laughs) But that's not it. But like, but like, it, it shortens into something like you know, like. Like Kenny Fingers because he breaks your fingers or but his name is like is like Finkelstein or something right and so his name is like Kenneth Finkelstein but they call him Kenny Fingers because he's gonna break your fingers like, I don't know I like I got nothing somebody come up with that. I'm just talking out of my ass it's all you, you can't see it but
0: um gosh Finkelstein
3: sorry I got nothing man
0: uh, let me let me look at my name list here. See well, if I've got that, any.
1: Like, with the old like Anglo-Saxon idea of naming was like based on what you did, right? So one of his ancestors could have been like a rock breaker or like a stone carver, right? And then his whole gangster name came out of that, right?
0: Kenneth Quarleson or Mason.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: oh, I suppose that's an actual name.
1: So yeah, <laughs> Kenneth
3: Mason sounds like he's gonna go solve crimes <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's because he's are thinking perry
3: mason <laughs> with his cousin perry
0: who is not a platypus let's see kenneth mason gets shortened into kenny mace Ooh, oh that's mace good. is a good weapon yeah it's good. good i like it's kind of intimidating like all right let me uh
1: and I think they added like a the into his gangster name because like that's well, his, so his yeah, chosen interrogation just, weapon. So he's is Kenny, Kenny the, the mace? mace. Oh. It's so on the nose, it's perfect.
3: Um somebody in this guild house needs to get me a mace. Just
1: Kenny.
3: <laughs> I'm, that assuming that the mace. I'm assuming I'm doing right. Like I am I'm am I mean one. as
0: you're building up this false identity, you're like, oh shit, we, we might need a mace. Right.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we just found out this guy's name is in reference to what he uses to interrogate people somebody get me a maze. somebody find me a maze. don't
1: worry i've got it and i don't think he carries it i think his muscle carries it for him
0: if you're aspiring if you're looking to enter into the glamour if you know that a curious part of this and you're like i want to be in that group you may not have a legitimate companion but you've got someone who's filling that role right now so
3: who's my who's my what's it
0: Okay, who's the muscle for... Who wants to be the muscle?
3: Well, see, now, I really want it to be Iolana, because she looks like nothing. She looks so unintimidating. (laughs) But she will fuck you up. (laughs) But I feel like it needs to be something... I feel like a guy with a name Kenny the Mace is not going to be subtle.
1: (laughs) No.
0: (laughs) I think it's Darwin...
3: And so Darvin I needed does to have be a
0: sword for a leg. Yeah,
3: oh, I think yeah, I think that's the way to go. It's either got to be Darvin or it's got to be Vale with the shadow arm already engaged before we can burn
1: all my spell slots to maintain that just walking. It's also you'd be
0: carrying around a shadow knife
3: except towards
0: it, the palace and that mm,
3: Except the that Darvin's a little be easier because he doesn't have to like burn through anything to just yeah. have yeah. the creepy like ghost leg with a sword in it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. What and you, is and you get to carry my
3: mace, Darvin. <laughs>
0: what is <laughs> what is your muscles name? Darvin, what's this uh, pseudonym that you're using here?
3: Uh, it's in
0: the intel. We just have to look. It's there. We, we just have to make it up. Oh. Uh, but... Taking suggestions from all party members here. T-t-t-
3: Kenny the mace. I feel like I feel like his name should be something stupid, like Bob.
0: Okay,
2: Steve, like, can it be and Steve? What, stupid in one syllable, right?
3: Right, like, like, I'm Kenny the Mace. That's Bob. It's short for Bob. <laughs>
0: <laughs> As Darwin bobs his head. <laughs> Bob and weave.
3: I mean, I don't know, um, <laughs> but I I feel like like the whole naming convention just went into the guy, and the muscle is just like, my name's Steve. It's short for Steve. <laughs> nobody cares about me i like it go talk to kenny
2: (laughs) i like it which one do you like steve or bob yeah which one
3: i feel like we can't make it steve Steve. because we give steve so much shit do oh should we make it steve i don't
1: we've thrown around so much jokes about steve i think it's time to give an actual steve moment
2: have we not actually named anything steve not in this game okay so we have
0: but not this campaign Right. 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 We can totally have a Steve, especially since it's a totally different type of character. It's oh. not even a real Steve.
3: Well, no, right. it is a, no, it is is
0: a real Steve. A real character. There is a real Steve. He's a real there person. There is a real Kenny the Mace. Oh, got you. We're can not I? lying about No, no, no. You're only lying about being these people. These is people the, like, are real. Right. the bad New York Knew accent?
3: That. Is it too much?
0: No, I love yes, it. we don't need <laughs> it. You can do whatever you want. Yes. I'm not going to tell you how to be Kenny the Mace. So are we going with Steve? Yep. Uh, I vote Steve. Steve
2: I already Arch. wrote it down, Steve. so it's happening. Steve is not going to say too much.
0: What weapon does Steve carry? How is Steve threatening? If we're going to go with a companion metaphor here, what makes him a threat? The, There's the sword yeah. leg, which is a very good start. I just want to know if that's the main thing, or is there something <gasps> else? Because he
3: carries, he carries his acid sword, too. So like- oh, yeah. He has the sword in his leg and he's also carrying a sword. Plus he carries around Kenny's mace.
1: Can we steer into like the fact that Darvin doesn't need armor either and just be like, he walks around shirtless, like just like ripped to shreds because he is Darvin. Like he's just ripped and he just walks around showing off that he's just, just this buff ass dude.
0: Well, he's lean. He's very athletic. Yeah. Darvin, do you want to be, do you want to be a hunky man? Let's do it. I like this.
3: Yes. I mean, he's always losing his clothes anyways. So right? Just, just steer into it.
0: Can't lose clothes you aren't wearing.
3: I must write yep. shirtless next to Steve. Cool.
0: Companion known for acid sword.
3: And never wearing a shirt.
0: Never. <laughs> <laughs> Darvin?
3: Rarely, rarely wearing a shirt. <laughs> do okay, we want to call that?
0: him Shirtless
2: Steve or just Steve? No, just Steve. Steve wears a shirt. This is okay. Steve.
1: People have tried to call him Shirtless Steve and the nickname couldn't stick because he's that bland.
2: And he wore a shirt. So and, then he, once and then he showed he up a wearing shirt.
3: a shirt and people were like, oh shit, now what do we call him? <laughs> These are the two worst characters Frequently
1: shirtless
3: (laughs) Frequently shirtless
1: Steve Uh, I love it, I love everything about this This is so much fun I'm so happy
3: What's your name? Well, people call me Frequently Shirtless Steve (laughs) You
1: can call me Steve for short
3: You can just call me Steve (laughs) This is the most fun I've had all day (laughs) (laughs)
0: Okay. So back to the intel, back to Galvani's intel in Caravelle. There's an off court gambling house slash casino known as beginner's luck run by Kenneth Kenny, the mace Mason. He is protected by his constant guard. Steve, who is frequently shirtless and is known for wielding an acid sword. Um, how old is Kenneth Mason?
3: uh he is i don't know he's in his 40s maybe like mid 40s
1: just a little older than Arnas.
3: a little older than arnis but like enough like basically so like Arnas doesn't have to do anything to his appearance Mm -hmm. to look like oh yeah i'm 45
0: you don't have to gray up your hair right like there's no like goatee right
3: (laughs) something god moisturize (laughs) all
0: right darvin how old is steve
2: I would say probably a few years younger than Kenny the Mace.
0: Mm -hmm. So are you like early 40s or are we talking late 30s? Mm, Probably early 40s. And how old is Darwin? Good question. I'm trying to find where
2: I have that written.
3: I think we were accidentally like the same age.
2: Darwin was 28
3: when we started. Okay,
2: so this is definitely a
0: stretch for Darwin then.
2: Maybe we should say a little... Not quite that young then. I mean, not quite that old. I didn't realize Darwin was so young.
3: If you go like 35, that's about... It might be a little over yeah. of where you were, but it's...
2: Okay, I like that. I feel like I could play at 35. Yeah, especially I mean, if this guy you're probably is... probably almost
3: 35 at this point anyway.
0: Mm, <laughs> right? You haven't experienced all the years that have actually gone by in the world.
3: Well, whatever.
0: <laughs> but Steve, being a very fit guy, trained for protection... Probably looks a little younger than he actually is. You know, it's probably only subtle things that give away his age. But when you, when you have that confidence to just go out shirtless and be toned and fit, <laughs> you know, you look a little bit younger sometimes. Does Steve oil up? <laughs> Maybe. Sometimes. Sometimes.
1: me when he's trying to be really intimidating. Yeah. To go only on when like he's a, trying
3: to be. To go all pro wrestling on him. Yeah,
0: exactly. Mm-hmm. Got to be slippery. Okay. Did you mark off the use of the intel?
3: Who had that paper? Vail? Somebody have that paper? Oh,
1: I didn't. Uh, I don't have it printed, um, but I will mark it off in my notes.
0: Yeah. One use done. Okay. We've got a visiting dignitary, visiting businessman. So is the entire plan just bluff our way in
3: as (laughs) Kenny
0: the mace? Or is there also this let's get arrested plan going on? Or is that just backup?
3: That's pretty much backup at this point, I think, right? Since we have this intel, yeah. the backup plan is basically like, if we get arrested, we'll try to fuck some stuff up.
1: Mm-hmm. Have we tried before putting magic items in the boot?
0: I'm pretty sure, yes.
1: Yeah, and there's no effect, right? Right, 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 right. I'm just, I'm just trying to think, like, it's very likely they're not going to let us bring weapons in, except for Darwin's leg, because you can't take that off. So we might want to be prepared to smuggle them in via the boot.
3: Okay. Why don't, Fine put, why don't we just put everything in the boot then? Yeah.
0: All right. So you tell me, what do people have on them? Everything else is in the boot. What do you have? What are you wearing? What are you carrying? Oh,
1: God. It's a good thing. I can start with Vale. Mm-hmm. Vale still has their fancier armor from when they were being Lord Carver. So mm-hmm. they're wearing that. It has been, the arm has been pinned up. Mm -hmm. It has been a long time since they've actually worn this armor because it was not good to be wearing, you know, in the Realm of the Dead. It was too flashy.
0: I I also have to imagine that it's more sized for Lord Carver than for Vale. It'll fit, but, like, it won't be, like, the cleanest of fits.
1: They also, like, because they know right now the most important thing is hiding Iolana which is very uncomfortable for them. They will have given Iolana their, like, cowled veil or cowled hood, right? So Iolana can wear it. Mm -hmm. So they're, like, full-on openly going to walk the streets as a changeling, which is a power play by, like, the mace, too, right? Like, I bring a changeling to the party, right? Oh, okay.
0: (laughs) Okay, that raises a question, then. If you're all part of the mace's party, Mm -hmm. who are Vale and Iolana?
1: I'm have to think about that, but I can do they that could while be everyone is under describing. Steve.
0: Like, Steve is the main guy. He's the companion type. But then, you know, Steve's got some uh, thugs, some hands, some thugs.
1: Some I'll think about thugs. that when everyone else is describing what Goons. they're wearing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but let me finish Goons. with the veil. Veil's still going to be wearing their bracer because it's, you know, something that should mm-hmm. be able to be snuck past the guards, obviously. And their amulet jewel thing. Uh, underneath their doublet um
0: the, the kairos Nista one? yes okay yes.
1: and i think I think that's it everything okay. else will go into the boot
0: so aside from the bracer no weapons
1: right no I don't I don't need them I can summon my shadow right. sword I,
0: I know so, yeah I know. I'm just, just making sure aside, okay
1: yeah aside from the bracer no weapons
0: all right who wants to go next
3: I will
0: all right Arnest, what are you des- wearing? What are you bringing with you?
3: Okay, so I'm trying to decide: Do I wear my like leather armor to just look kind of like hard, or do I wear that underneath this weird like I have a like set of like goofy fancy clothes that I could wear? Should the- I wear that?
0: Yes. Are these the out of date ones that it pulled out? Yup. Oh
3: god. It literally said. It literally says one set of poofy, old-fashioned clothes.
0: Oh, Kenny the Mace. Oh, I love it.
3: It's like showing up in a powder blue tuxedo. Like, that's mm-hmm. what I That's what I picture. Like, the equivalent of that. And, um, okay, so, so I've so got my armor on underneath that. Yeah, yes.
0: Question real quick. Mm-hmm. You liken it to a powder blue tux. So is this more, this is less like vintage old and more like, old like a little a little cheesy
3: it's a little cheesy because he's a little like cheesy old vegas right like that's that's who this guy is and so like so yeah it's it's cheesy old not like oh shit girl where'd you get that old (laughs) like (laughs) no that ain't it um
0: sorry continue
3: uh and that's i mean that's really it
0: what gear are you bringing is are do you have no gear with you then? No weapons? No loot? No magic items?
1: Oh, I think Vale also has the nets in their pocket. Okay.
3: I mean, I'm... oh so Okay, I'm trying to figure out a way to justify me having my loot on my back.
1: You don't have to carry it. You could, We could put it on somebody else and they could be... I'm thinking of why Vale and Ilana might be there. That could be one of the reasons, like... You've brought an entertainer to entertain the crowd or something.
3: Right. Actually, well, either one of you would be decent for that, right? Because both of you are going to look kind of unassuming. Yep. Um, and a, so, a one-armed
0: person with a loot would be... Yeah, oh, eat. right. It's be so bail.
3: it's got to it's be you, Alana. Okay.
0: Thank you for that. I t- <laughs> wanted to state the obvious there. Like, certainly this is a magical world and it's possible. But, but the yeah. one-armed ludist would definitely be a known quantity if they exist.
3: Okay, so then that's that's that. And other than that, like, I I have nothing on me. Okay. That's all in the boot.
0: All right. Darvin? So
2: I would pretty much just have my leg sword on me. And mm-hmm. the boot would go acid sword, bow, and arrow. I think that's it.
3: The mace. That we're going to acquire oh, right. right, right.
2: <laughs> Kenny the Mace's mace. That, <laughs> that's going to be on your person. I actually
3: think
1: no, I
2: think Kenny the Mace's on...
1: mace No, no, yeah, the Kenny Mace's mace should be on Darwin because we want that to be seen, we want it to be taken away by a guard if it is oh, that's that's part true. of the show. that's Because
3: it's not like any of us can use it anyway because yeah. it's a, It's part of the show. It's a strength-based weapon, so we can't we can't use it. Darvin but they don't
0: use it. He well, would he just be way it. less effective at it. Right. <laughs> right.
3: So We don't care if it gets taken, but yeah, you're right. That should totally be on you.
0: Okay, that could be on me then. Yeah, okay. So, you've got the mace. Are you keeping any of your magic items on you? Mm -hmm. I'm particularly thinking about the acid sword and pouch it.
2: The acid sword is definitely going to go in the boot. Mm -hmm. Pouch it? Man, they're not going to know.
1: Don't put pouch it in the boot, please.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, I know, I know. I know.
3: <laughs>
2: and pouch it. I think we'll just ride along in my pocket, probably. Okay.
3: Um. Also, I am wearing Sir Carl Luminous's belt buckle.
1: Nice, nice. Like
3: I'm, I'm gonna wear that. So it's gaudy I as tuck hell. Tuck the
1: shirt in and behind it so it totally shows off.
3: We got to tuck the shirt in and then like blouse it out.
0: Uh huh. Like. Uh huh. Gosh. All right. So Darwin, what are you wearing? What is the so, outfit?
2: So I probably kind of want to go, I don't quite want to go like street thug, right? Because I'm a little higher up than that, but I don't have nice clothes on me, really.
3: Just wear your monk pants and nothing else.
2: Oh, right. I'm shirtless. I forgot. (laughs) Shirtless Steve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Monk pants and nothing else. Perfect. (laughs) I mean, not shirtless Steve. Never mind. Frequently
0: shirtless
3: Steve. Frequently Frequently shirtless Steve. Steve. This is the best thing we've ever done.
0: Is the shirt all the way off, or is it like a like when you open up a robe and like pull the top down, kind of tie the arms around her waist?
3: Oh, that didn't top even occur down, to me. I just eyes. assumed he didn't own a shirt.
0: <laughs> this is your call. This is <laughs> as we say it. This is spoke into Steve's background. He's, he's well,
3: not like he's not like um, uh, Ben Bolio in the Boslerman, <laughs> Romeo and Julian. What he's, is got he? sh- he's got a shirt, but it's never closed. It's just ah. always like an open wine. <laughs> no, that's not it either. That's not
2: it. Not quite. No. Well, no, I think it'll depend on his you know, mood and the day and occasion and stuff. Mm-hmm. But on this day, we're going to go no shirt. No shirt. So it's just pants. Correct. Gotcha. He could not get service at certain restaurants.
3: even if he does wear shoes
2: but they're actually not clear if that's and or or so he might be able to
0: yes let's go and argue restaurant semantics today (laughs) forget about the king's announcement forget about Huracan. forget about the withering restaurant simulator go
3: (laughs) (laughs) we've done weirder shit
0: yeah we have (laughs) okay Darvin, are you happy with Steve? Yes, Steve is okay. good. You're happy with how you're set up? Nice. Uh, Eolana, uh,
1: what about you? So I think Eolana is uh, um, awkwardly enough going to again put shoes on and not be happy about it. And I think just going to borrow the mm, veil's got a set of uh, oh no, I need armor. <laughs> I can't go in there unarmored. That's a bad idea.
0: You can put clothes on over armor.
1: Oh, no, they're just going to, yeah, they're going to switch armors. Like, vale, they're going to take Vale's old, dark armor and put that on, because they can totally wield that, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yes, totally. And it's like, because it's from when Vale was still able to shapeshift, it's got, like, all the built-in, like, buckles and straps to be able to, like, mm, that make armor, it fit yeah. her. Yeah. Uh, So they put that on armor on, they get it all strapped in, right? They're wearing their version of the guild braziers, like, under, so they can, you know, get those out. Mm-hmm. And Veil's how-could-it-hooded-cowl thing, so, <laughs> so to hide the fact that they're you know, uh, a genasi. And they carry Arnas's loot. Because mm-hmm. I think the idea that they're going to try to sell is that they're there as, like, Kenny the Mace's personal performer that follows them around and performs for hire for him and his him and his lackeys because you know kenny the mace rolls with an entourage (laughs) Mm
0: Hmm. mm Hmm. iolana then Mm -hmm. what is this performer's name
1: uh oh god i hate you scott blake i hadn't thought of that yet Mm -hmm.
0: uh do other people have ideas for kenny the mace's performer uh entertainment Hmm. Kenny the Mace has a loot player who follows him around sometimes.
3: Hmm.
0: What's their name, or what does he call them? Because it doesn't have to actually be their mm-hmm. name. He could just get it wrong on purpose every time.
3: Mm. i Wonder if he just calls him looty That's what I was thinking,
0: Ludi. <laughs>
1: I like uh, no, it. no, it's just,
3: it's just, hey, musician,
1: <laughs> like
3: a hey, musician, play something.
1: Exactly, exactly, and that is what they have begun to answer to, and like. And I think they is right. Like this, this person is not a he or a she. It is simply a musician who travels along and gets tossed money. All right. Very much a sign of his affluence and not much more.
0: For the name I'm writing down in quotes, the musician. Yep. Okay. The musician. Uh, They, them. Is the musician also human or are they something else?
3: I don't know. Um, As if
0: is going to be hiding the fact that she's a genasi, then that means clearly the musician is not. So,
1: yeah.
3: How big are you?
1: I'm, Medium. I'm, I'm little. I mean, I'm medium-sized creature, but I'm little for it.
3: it. Weren't you like five foot or something? Like, you're not that little. Five-three. Oh, okay, so I, mm. I was just thinking, like, could you be like a halfling? But no, you can't, because you're, you're too big. Really big you half- Could be like a human yeah, I halfling. Know. I know. Or like
0: a something halfling. A half giant Halfling.
3: halfling.
2: Or a
0: three-quarter <laughs> thing. Mm-hmm.
1: Or, uh, or you could just be a short person. Mm-hmm. Uh, just be no, a short yeah. human. I, think, I mean, um, I'm
3: only 5'5", five five, so... Yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> human.
1: <laughs> How old are they? Uh, but they look much younger. In their, like, early 20s, like 22, which is the okay. other reason why it was this kind of role was given to Yolanda because it's like, we're going to have to hide her anyway, hide the young one, because none of us are going to pull that off.
3: Nope.
1: Plays loot for Kenneth Mason.
0: All right. So we've got Kenny the mace. We've got Steve. We've got the musician. Vale, what is your name and your role in this entourage?
1: Uh, Vale is his personal financial advisor slash banker. Like the one who keeps track of all of the money. You're the books. Yeah, I'm the books.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. What's uh? What's your name then?
1: Uh, they're a changeling, and I think that's the other reason why Vale's like I'm just going to go all out, and they go by the name of. It's uh, so like coin is just too obvious.
3: I was thinking um, the same thing, and I was like, but no, no I think
1: so. Yeah, like you can be obvious; it's fine. They they adopted the name when they found out this was the best thing that they were at. This is what they were best at. And so keeping track of money, I'm going to call mm-hmm. myself Coin.
0: Oh, and now I really wish we had met this crew back in Caravelle.
3: <laughs> if my person gets kicked out of the glamour, can I just adopt this guy?
1: <laughs> I love
0: it. I yes. mean, if, if you don't, I will.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we're doing Scott's job with him.
3: Because <laughs> now I'm like, man, I really like Nowhere, but this guy sounds fun. Although he really <laughs> is in like direct competition with Mavic. Yeah. Almost.
0: <laughs> like,
3: <laughs> but but he's real small. Not
0: entirely because if this guy is based on Sarah Carr,
1: Yeah. Right. True. It would true. be rivals eventually, but not yet.
0: Yeah. yeah. That would be at the upper. Actually. like if you're looking for an entry level thing on Sarah Carr, that's fine. And then who's up top on Sarah Carr? It's like, those people are mm, not in the best of situations between Princess Colette and Akiri. <laughs> Although, who knows? Maybe you guys will do good and save Princess Colette's life. Or maybe she's already dead. Who knows? <laughs> who knows?
3: Or maybe she's already dead. We don't know. Murmur.
0: Okay. So, I know that took a little bit while. That took a while. But I didn't know we were going to be putting together a crew. We've got Kenneth Mason. We've got Frequently Shirtless Steve.
3: We've got the <laughs> musician.
0: And we've got Coin.
3: This is the best <laughs>
0: Kenneth is certainly known in Caravel, and his name is known outside of those circles as well. Enough that it is plausible for him to gain entry here, in Vermilion, to the palace. He's accompanied by his muscle, Steve, his entertainment, the musician, and his bookie, Coin. Okay. And then yeah, yeah, I think that's everything. We've got this intel. The plan is to try to bluff our way in.
1: Um Still need to go get the mace, and Vale wants to grab some poison.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. We've effectively lied about our needs for access to the quartermaster. So Mm -hmm. a mace, no problem. You can find a mace. If you want to touch it up with some paint to make it look gaudy, that's up to you. Mm -hmm. What's this other thing Vale is looking for?
1: They're looking for just some sort of poison that would help them in battle. Something that, that would either, like would either do like ridiculous like damage right like there's poisons out there that do that or something that would potentially like remove someone from battle for a little while like like a poison that would cause someone to pass out or something that could help if we get like really whelmed and we need to start like thinning herds and while we're getting out that sort of thing
0: hmm. <laughs> let's see there's certainly basic poisons just deals poison damage Oh, let's see what else we got here. Poison damage over time. Poisoned condition. Poisoned and paralyzed. Poisoned and unconscious. Poisoned and blinded.
1: Jesus. Any sort of combination.
0: Poisoned and unable to be and unable to receive hit points back. <laughs> Incapacitated. Okay. So those are the like existing ones.
1: I think something that's going to do Poisoned and Unconscious is kind of ideal, right? Because then we can use it to take someone out of a fight. Poisoned and Unconscious. Let's see. Which one was that? It was Toward the Beginning of the Street. How
0: is that? a? Po- Let's see. There's this Oil of taget, which is a contact poison. Essence of ether, which is inhaled. Ooh. There's this Drow poison, but they have to fail by an especially high amount to be unconscious from it. So yeah, looks like the options would either be contact or inhaled.
1: Contact is going to be best because then it can be in the gauntlet.
0: Okay. Creature subjected to this poison must succeed on a DC 13 constitution saving throw or become poisoned for 24 hours. A poison creature is unconscious. They wake up if they take any damage. Okay. I think you could get one use of this. This is some very expensive poison. Okay. According to the DMG, it's 400 gold. Got it. Not that you're purchasing it. Yeah. But it's they don't have a lot, and the quartermaster mm-hmm. is certainly not going to be letting a whole lot of it go out at once for yeah. personal reasons.
1: Is there like a just like general standard poison?
0: <laughs> There's the basic poison which just uh applies poison damage to mm-hmm. a weapon.
1: And does it apply the status too or just damage?
0: No. It's just poison damage.
1: It's like a D four damage. Yeah. I'll take one of those two. Extra D four doesn't hurt. Okay.
0: Got one basic poison, one oil of tagget. Cool. Besides the poison in the mace, is there anything people want to get from the Danu Armory from the quartermaster?
1: Um, I would just want to top off my crossbow bolts and then I'm good.
0: Okay, yeah, I don't care about crossbow bolts. Is your crossbow in the boot? Yes. Okay, just making sure. Just making sure. Alrighty. Got Kenny the Mace's crew here, ready to go talk their way into the palace. Mm -hmm. Go rub elbows with a lot of rich people. Well, sorry. Influential people. A lot of influential people. There we go. Mm. They could be from smaller towns. Okay. Are we ready to go?
1: Yes.
3: I think so. Yeah.
0: I think so. All right. We've got artists in these nice, cheesy, old-fashioned clothes showing off that wonderful Sir Carl Luminous belt buckle. Iolana in... A cloak and a hood, carrying a loot, Veil in this nice armor, unashamed to show their changeling form. And we've got Darvin, shirtless, mace at his side, looking nice and toned. And we head out of the guildhouse. And not two steps out the front door, you see Sam and Carolina. They are there with sniffins and with scratch, And Sam can't help but laugh when he sees the four of you. (laughs) What what is going on here? What are you all doing? (laughs) What is... What is this? Darvin looking clean. But what is this? (laughs) And with that, we'll bring this chapter to a close. But the story will always continue. Thanks again to all of our Patreon Patrons for your support. If you'd like to become a Patron, go to patreon.com slash podcast and pick out a level that's right for you. Before we go, I'd like to give special thanks to everyone at the $5 and up tiers. At the $5 City Council level, thank you, Shannon DeMello. At the $10 Mayor level, thank you, Christopher DeMello. At the $15 Governor level, thank you, Phoenix Bryan and Sierra Jones. Thank you for listening to this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. If you like what you heard, please leave us a 5-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find us. If you want to chat, we're on Twitter at Skyrend Podcast. You can join our Discord server, or you can email us at Podcast at gmail.com. You can also find us online at skyrenpodcast.com. As always, we want to thank Vanessa Blockland for our podcast art. You can find more of her work on Twitter at ArtByVanessaB. And thanks to Daryl Dibber-Reckonose for creating our theme music. You can find more of his music at DibberMusic.com and on Twitter at DibberMusic. Dibber spelled D-I-B-U-R. Thanks again for joining us. We'll see you next time on Seasons of Sky